so happy to be back because I have so much to talk to you guys about. I feel like whenever I haven't posted a new episode in a while, I'm coming back to catch up with you guys like we're long lost besties having a sleepover. So it's just super fun and exciting for me. Okay, let's just jump right into these updates. Starting off with the first thing. I was feeling super under the weather these past couple of days, so I've been taking the time to kind of reevaluate my life and just figure out what makes me happy. I'm the type of person that's really driven and fulfilled by having purpose. I always want to feel like I'm working towards something so I don't feel like I'm just floating and lost in the void. I think one of the things that really makes me depressed sometimes is when I feel like I don't have any control of my life. Yet, at the same time, I recognize that I can sometimes have a very terrible relationship with productivity in comparison. When I'm not physically working on something, I'll be thinking about working. It's terrible and suffocating, and sometimes I feel like I'm trapped in this endless cycle, and I don't even notice when things get bad until someone points it out to me. I was talking to a friend earlier this week, and I was telling them about what it's normally like in my head. It's like this nasty place that's like a broken cassette tape that will never stop playing until someone else stops it for me. It's like a white noise that I don't even realize is there because it's been there for so long that I think it's normal until someone goes like, oh, do you hear that? And then I'm like, what do you mean? When I was telling my friend that this was all I've ever known since I was growing up, she was so sad and pointed out that I was so critical on myself. And I was kind of bewildered because I've never thought of it as me being critical. I just felt like I was being a hard worker, I was being rational, smart, and that this was normal. Isn't this how other people think? Aren't they also thinking about the next big thing that could be a potential stressor over their lives, even if it hasn't happened yet? And I felt like I can't be happy with myself for long periods of time. It always felt fleeting to me because I'll think of something that I should be doing or haven't done yet. And then those feelings of accomplishment and validation, they just go away. And I realized that I'm always borrowing grief from the future. And one thing that you don't actually realize until you're older and you experience all these things is that you can't control the future no matter how much you try. I think that's why I'm so anxious because I'm the type of person that always wants to know. I always want to prepare so that can minimize any feelings of uncomfortableness, sadness, disappointment, whatever it may be. That's why when I was in school, I would study so hard, prep weeks in advance because I wanted to be ready and it all felt so black and white to me. If you studied hard, you know exactly what you're going to get out of it. But then what happens is when, let's say you do study your fucking ass off and you prep and prepare and do everything that you think you possibly can, you can still get a bad mark. It's not impossible for that to happen. And when that happens, you're filled with like this overwhelming sense of disappointment, self-hatred. You start doubting yourself and it's like everything you knew comes crashing down. 
society teaches us that as long as you work harder, you deserve good things. Like hard workers are just amazing people. But life isn't like that. And the older I got, the more I realized that. I don't even mean to sound like cynical or anything, but that's just how reality is. There are so many people that are given things just for existing, you know, like Nepple babies, while others, they need to work hard for even a crumb of what they have. In some ways, I think what ends up happening is that it causes a lot of people to feel really bitter about their situations and they just want to give up because why does anything even matter? Why are they even working if certain people are just going to be handed things like willy-nilly? I'm going to admit that I was one of those people for a very long time and I think even now to some level I'm trying to work on it but it's definitely still there. Um, all that just felt so discouraging to me until I realized that, you know, by thinking this way, I'm discounting all these other things that I do have. It's like the moment I feel like someone is better than me, I zero in on myself and highlight everything I don't have. And it makes me miserable. I do this with everyone in my life, especially with the people that I know really well. It's so crazy because I was talking to my other friend about the topic of resentment and comparison and she related to me like so heavily and it's definitely a natural thing to feel this way. But the one main thought pattern that she had, which I never had, was that while she does recognize the differences, she has made peace with the fact that life is unfair But that doesn't take away from the things that she does have and ultimately her love triumphs over the negative feelings that she experiences because that's just who she is and how it honestly should be. After hearing that, I realized, oh my god, my thoughts are so, so terrible, like my thought patterns, and it just needs to be stopped. Comparison will never make me happy, ever. Everyone knows that, but I think we all do it to some level. We all inherently do it subconsciously, consciously, whatever it may be. It doesn't matter because it exists everywhere and it definitely comes out of low self-esteem and not feeling secure in yourself to think that you're much better than you think you are. So now I feel like what I'm trying to do is that when I find myself doing that, like comparing, I have to realize that like why am I comparing first of all and second of all to just focus on myself. Only compare yourself to the person that you were yesterday, a week before, a month before, doesn't matter and I know that it's like so much easier said than done. Like actually having to put that into practice is the hardest fucking thing but you just have to try. Like I'm trying, I'm really trying right here. I have to be less critical of myself and just essentially rewire the way that I talk to myself in my brain. Only positive self-talk is allowed. It's insane because I'm with myself 24-7, but there's so many times where I wished I wasn't me and I like didn't have to be in my head all the damn time. And of course, you can't run away from those things. You can't run away from your thoughts. All you can do is just rewire your thoughts and change up the way that you talk to yourself. So instead of 
trying to fix my relationship with myself, I feel like I often just run away from it all. And I think in some ways in the past, it was like an easy solution, an easy fix, but it's obviously just a temporary band-aid until something happens and then it like takes me for a whole ride and then I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like it's obviously not um, sustaining. It's just not okay. So I just want to stop running away. So this leads me to point two, which is starting up therapy again. If you had listened to one of my previous episodes, I talked about how I started therapy um, a while back. Like I almost want to say it's been like a year or so, but it only lasted for a couple of sessions before I realized that it wasn't helping me in the way that I thought it would. I felt very validated after each session, but it didn't seem to be enough for me because I would still return to my regular bad habits and I felt like I was going for all the wrong reasons to be honest. So this time around I want to start going back to therapy for all the right reasons and have a very focused mind towards it and really really use it as a building block to be a healthier kinder version of myself. Okay, now that update is short and sweet, but let's move on to update number three, which is actually going to lead us into the topic of this episode. So I recently reconnected with a friend of mine that I haven't properly talked to or seen in months. We've both been so busy with our lives that we would just send messages to each other in passing, but we wouldn't be able to have like a full conversation about anything. She even told me that she realized like how sporadic our messages became and how many time gaps there would be when we would like text each other. So the last time I saw her, it was like sometime over the summer. I cannot even begin to express how healing and fulfilling our catch-up session was. Um, She came over to my house for a couple of hours and we talked about everything that was happening in our lives. Like not everything because we didn't have that much time, but I'm going to see her again very soon. So hopefully we can talk about everything else. But we talked um, and caught up for quite a while. But I think what really sucks is that as you get older and you don't have time to see your friends as often, there's like all these intentions set for when you meet up, you know, like there's always like a purpose or activity. It's not just like, you know, showing up to their door and chilling on their bed, talking and scrolling on your phones together. Like time just becomes more scarce. So you can't waste any of it. And that's what I hate the most. It's so hard to develop new friendships when you don't have that like casual time with each other because that's what really bonds people together not like the fancy dates or pottery dates. It's literally just good old-fashioned quality time. That to me, I feel, is what really determines if that's like a forever friend or just a friend. It's wild because she lives so 
close to me. Like when I say close, I mean we can walk to each other's houses in 10 minutes tops. So the fact that I see her way less than I see my other friends who live way further away is just so crazy. Um, That's also due to the fact that for some time now, I felt like she didn't really consider me as a close friend anymore. And that may be partially due to the fact that I have a very anxious attachment style and I always need like reassurance in some way to know that like people care about me Um, but just to give you guys some context we were super close in the beginning of university like to the point where we would see each other almost every day if you guys watch um, or if you're even familiar with my youtube channel and you watch my older uni vlogs she would be in a lot of them like we would see each other a lot we always love to talk about this one summer where we would hang out all day and then come home and just call right after for hours and hours it was insane behavior when i was dating my first boyfriend i swear i would hang out with both of them more often than i would spend time alone with just him and back then i was way too young and inexperienced to realize that that should have been a huge sign that we weren't compatible like i never enjoyed just being alone with him it always felt like something was missing and I remember I would feel so anxious because we didn't really have that much to talk about when it was just the two of us so I think that's why I preferred like oh if I was seeing him to also like ask my friends to tag along um but yeah like whenever I look back at that relationship it's almost comical to me I feel like I should just have like a whole episode dedicated to just the ins and outs of that relationship because it's just so funny I'm sorry but anyways back to the main topic I basically came clean and told her like hey The reason why I stopped reaching out like as much as I did was because I felt like we weren't really close friends anymore. And at one point in time, it really did bother me because we used to be so close and I wondered what had happened for things to turn out this way. I would see her with other friends and I always felt like, oh, well, maybe, you know, these are just her new close friends now. And at some point, as I got busier and had other priorities I just kind of made peace with it like I think before I would get kind of like sad and depressed and I wondered like is it me or what is it because it just happened so naturally like we didn't fight nothing it just seemed like okay time us growing up having different interests like that's why we just grew apart I wasn't going to hate her or anything I knew that we would be friends forever but I also just had to be okay with the fact that we weren't close friends anymore because that's just how life is. People can grow apart and just be different people, but we'll always have these memories to share and look back at. So when I told her this, she was shocked, like completely bewildered because she had never once felt like we had drifted away in that way. And she was telling me like, I've always, like I've never stopped considering you to be a close friend of mine. And all this time she felt like, you know, nothing had changed and she took full accountability for not reaching out to me more often or texting me to just check up on me and see how my life was, especially during major life milestones. Like she even admitted the fact that like when she saw that I had quit my job that like you know she should have reached out but she just didn't and there wasn't any like particular reason um she just didn't so that caught me off guard because the way that 
my mind works is that like, you know, I equate someone caring for me and thinking about me um, when they reach out to me, you know, when they like put in visible effort. But I am not thinking about like all these other things that could potentially be happening like behind the scenes or even just like different perspectives and just the way that like different minds work. Um, my friend is so, so different for me. She's a very secure individual in the sense that even if we only saw each other once every couple of months, that doesn't change a single thing about how she feels towards me. And she believes that like it also doesn't change how I feel about her. Would she admitted that, of course, it's kind of wrong on her end because although that's how she's thinking, it doesn't take into account and it might not be like reflective of what I'm thinking because now like what ends up happening is that there's a misunderstanding and for the longest time I just thought you know she didn't consider me to be one of her closest friends anymore and so I just remember like I almost wanted to cry when she said that she considers me to be so close that she knows for a fact that she would make me one of her bridesmaids like no questions asked and that was wild to me because she has so many friends like she is an extroverted girly through and through so to have her pick me like that felt so special and I felt so incredibly honored to hear that it gave me so much reassurance within our friendship because I always had these doubts and questions but I never wanted to voice them with her out of fear that oh my god you know what if that's actually the case I don't know how I would feel like hearing that but at the same time like I said before I had like made peace with it so it would be like closing a door um and it was also just like never a big enough issue for me to bring up and discuss but you know overall I'm just so glad that we talked about it and it feels like I I got my friend back after so long and it made me realize like how much I missed her then I talked about how I felt like even though I've known her for years I still kind of felt like I didn't really know her and I think it's because as the years have gone by and I'm craving deeper more intimate friendships I really enjoy getting to know a person's like inner mind how they process things what their family is like um, their trauma etc etc and I know that sounds super heavy but to me it's important because I don't just want to have similar interests and hobbies with someone like we have to connect on an emotional level before I can like feel all these other things and I know that it sounds like I'm looking for my life partner because I feel like these are the criterias that people would have for like a life partner but not with like friends but in some ways having really great friends can feel even more fulfilling than a romantic partner now this might not be the same for everyone because I know that there's lots of people out there that don't think that friendships have to be that deep and that's perfectly okay you know like everyone's totally different but for me personally like this is totally necessary and like what really made me realize that was because like when I was single and I wasn't like 
involved with like anyone, I so heavily believed that friendship soulmates were a real thing. And I still believe that. And I think part of the reason why I even started thinking about this whole thing of like friendship soulmates was because I'm a really big fan of the show Sex and the City. And it was like an iconic, iconic show that really highlighted the value of female friendships because they would have all these different men like come in all these different episodes, but they were always like fleeting, just super temporary but the one thing that remained like consistent and would always be there in the show was the dynamic of just female friendships and just how supportive like girls can be for each other or just friends in general so it was just so refreshing and that's why like the show is so popular and still like I guess rewatchable in some ways although like a bit problematic but still just a really great watch you know um so the thing is we became close friends during a time in our lives where having deeper bonds and just talking about deeper things it just wasn't on the table like we were too young and immature to even bring up these heavy topics because who even wants to talk talk about those things especially when you're like still in the middle of figuring out who you are as a person, as an individual, you're like growing. It's like going through uni was such a stressful time. Like I think worrying about deepening friendships and things like that, it's just not a priority. So coupled with barely seeing each other, barely having enough time to like talk as you get older about things, just like past life updates, it's just very hard. And it takes a lot of work and vulnerability and a lot of like transparency from both ends to even want to open up in that way. And I think I realized that this part of a friendship was something I craved when I started opening up in that way with my other friends and it just felt so healing and I felt less lonely in some ways. So I guess what I want to say to you guys is that If you have the opportunity and if you have the right friends to deepen your bond in that way, friends aren't just people that you do things with. They influence you a shit ton. They shape who you become. They inspire like your values and your morals. And it's true that like the people you surround yourself with, they become a huge part of like your personality and who you become. And by learning these things about them, it can heal both of you guys and bring you so much closer. If you find it difficult to steer the conversation in that way, I would recommend getting the card game. We're not really strangers because I used to be such a big fan of it. Like everyone in my life knows that. Um, It's a card game that has a bunch of questions to spark deeper conversations with the people that you want to get to know better. It's so fun and so fulfilling. So definitely give it a try if you haven't already. Developing the steeper bond with your friends will be so impactful. You won't regret it unless, I don't know, things become really rough and it ruffles like some feathers or you get into like a fight I don't know what could happen um but I will guarantee that if you do find that like deeper bond and that like deeper connection when you do other things it will feel even more fun because now you know like hey I'm hanging out with this type of person that like inspires me motivates me and is just all around an amazing person and you know that so matter of factly. I'm so lucky and grateful to have the friends that I do. I would be so lost if I didn't and I definitely wouldn't be able to open up in the ways that I have. 
um, without them, like to put it plain and simple, because they've always just been so supportive of me, no matter what, and just so understanding. And I'll always be supportive of them. Like whenever I think about my friends, I feel like my heart just like wells up with so much gratitude and love. And I just want like all the best in life for them because I know like all the things that they've been through and how much like work that they put in so it's just it's a beautiful thing to have a bond like this and I just want to say like same sentiment goes out to you guys the listeners the fact that so many of you relate to what I have to say it's like I consider you guys like my friends as well so it's so incredible and just so it just makes me feel like some type of way to know that there's so many of you that enjoy what I have to say and you actively choose to listen to these episodes. It makes me so happy. I feel so fulfilled to know that not only do you relate, but you heal and grow and you feel so connected. And I feel like, you know, I'm able to help like so many of you guys. And it's just, it's wonderful. So with all that being said and done, like, please, please, please reach out to your friends tonight and just tell them how much you love them. And that is all I'll say for this episode, but please do that. (laughs) Okay. I'll talk to you guys in the next one.